Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Corbs. I'm Kevin. Can't, can't do that. Kevin was the only one I got right. You <laughs> <laughs> got me right according to my screen. So. Oh, yeah, according okay. to my screen, you got me and Hugh right. So, According to my screen, I got everybody wrong except Kevin because I just had to point down at him. <laughs> anyway, so uh, guys, what's got you geeked? Well, I have... Uh couple things i'm excited about um first of all not excited about the concussion i might have given myself right before the show uh but uh as you know i've been looking for I'm um excited about that. i hate you uh, it was the voice uh, um so i i've been you know i found a, a good non-alcoholic beer we talked about it um previously athletic brewing company and of course then my diabetes diagnosis comes in and now I'm looking at carbs and while athletic brewing company tastes great. And even at like, you know, a hundred or 70 to hundred calories of beer, 22 or 23 carbs. Eh. So I'm like, Oh no, what do I do? So I start looking around and I found another company. Uh, they're called brew dog. That's a B R E W D O G. And what's interesting about them is while they have a regular fully alcoholic line, they also have uh, a, a non-alcoholic line. Most of the beers, they they call it call it the AF version. Like they have a um, hazy, you know, IPA. Well, their non-alcoholic version is called hazy AF. So, so that hazy as fuck. Yeah, basically separates the uh, you know the NA stuff from the uh, the fully full octane stuff. And um, I, I've tried most of the the ones they have, and you know what? They're, they're good. And I hope this doesn't cost us a uh, you know a promotional deal someday. I'm gonna say this. They're not quite as good as athletic. They're a little bit water. I don't want to say watered down, but they're slightly thinner. However, they're close enough in taste and at like 30 calories a can and like one or two carbs, that trade-off is worth it because now I can sit down and have three of them and it doesn't have a huge impact, you know, on my diet. Um, so they've got several, I'm going to have a few tonight. Uh, one of the ones I, I really like, and I thought was interesting is they have one that's called Ghost Walker. And this is the can, very cool artwork. You notice the, 
right in the middle, it says Lamb of God. This is a collaboration nice. with metal band Lamb of God. Now, I could have looked up the story behind this. I didn't. So my, I'm going to make it up right now. I'm assuming somebody in the band probably had a problem with alcohol or had to stop drinking alcohol at some point. So they went to BrewDog and say, hey, I want to make a beer that I can drink on stage and not, you know, black out and, you know, fuck my wife's sister and things like that. So um, I'm guessing that that's what happened. Um, pretty good. Um, everything I've had is pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in the future. Uh, the other thing that has me excited is uh, I've noticed how much I, I, time I spend looking at my phone and pressing things and doing things. And I mean, I don't think I'm a phone zombie like some people, but I decided I don't want to do that anymore. So I, I've started deleting the games off my phone and I, I want to start, like, I mean, I've been reading, like when I'm eating dinner, I, I read, I download um, novels and things like that and uh, lots of horror stuff uh, I started I've ordered some magazine subscriptions one of them is to uh, you know the magazines called Kevin stares at his uh, phone like a, um, an idiot during the podcast uh, no I, I subscribe to National Geographic um, Nat Geo history uh, there's a cooking so do I <laughs> uh, a cooking uh, magazine uh, what was the other one I got Nat Geo kids for my daughter and uh, game informer I swear there's one other one, but you know, I want to start reading again with something in my hands, not just on a Kindle, you know, I kind of want to get mm -hmm. the tactile feel of it. Maybe it's a getting older thing or, you know, my eyes are going bad, uh, but I'm looking forward to that. Of course, when you get a subscription to a magazine, do you realize it still takes like three fucking months for them to start sending you magazines in this That's day and age crazy. where I can order like, you know, a giant motorized dildo from Amazon and it's here yesterday. I try to order a, a magazine and it takes three months to get the first issue. That's kind of crazy. It's I've got ridiculous. like six boxes of gold. What was that? Corbs? What was Corbs that? Corbs. Why you're ordering a six-foot dildo. I'm not. That was just an example. But, you know, Corbs, I'm glad that you're wondering where I got it. We'll, we'll, I'll share you some notes after the show. Okay, good. I've seen it on Amazon. I can tell you where to get it. <laughs> I, I got like six boxes of old your graphics you can have. I, mean, I totally thought he was going to say, I've got six boxes of motorized dildos you can have. I got a bag of old dildos. I found them <laughs> on the side of the road. I mean, it's you know, like you should bag just of dildos. That. You can like get handed to people. They're going to hand it back to you, but like, here, this is what you deserve. It's a big bag of dildos. I tried, <laughs> I tried holding it out one time to see if anybody would stop and take it from you. You can hear the doors locking on the way by. Just. <laughs> pretty weird i mean it's not like i was wearing a clown outfit or something yeah he was <laughs> uh, but you know i'm thinking you know there, there was a point in time where I, I thought i was rather intelligent you know i mean I'm, I'm generally one of the smart guys in the room and I, I still am but um i feel like i haven't really spent time improving myself so that's really why i focused on nat geo and history and i kind of want to get back into um making myself a better person through knowledge you know we, we all, you know, our work is always trying to throw, and your work is probably the same, always trying to say, you should take these courses. You should do that. They talk about self-improvement all the time, or where do you, where do you see yourself going in the next few years? And I'm like, well, you know, my couch playing Assassin's Creed is pretty good. Uh, I'm fairly happy there. Uh, but yeah, I want to, I want to maybe increase my knowledge about some shit happening in the world and be a better person. I'm excited about that. I like that. I do. That's pretty nice. Yes. I mean, you can just go to Wikipedia and increase your knowledge there, but you can't. You, you can't trust it. And I, I also don't. I mean, how much do we really absorb when you when you search up no. something on Wikipedia really quick? You don't absorb it. No, and it's basically you're looking for like one nugget out of the whole fucking yeah. thing. Like that's it to, to so. make a point or win an argument or something like that. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I mean, can you see? Can you see? Like, hold on, you're wrong. Digs through box of National Geographic to find an issue from 1972. I know all the issues that have boobies in them. I, boobies are free on the internet, Kevin. I, I don't care about that. They're free in well, the his box of National but, Geographic too. No, but yeah, and nobody knows when I'm looking at them. Way to bring it down, man. Way to bring it down. I'm just saying, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Speaking of boobs, um, something interesting. I was going to save this uh, for another segment, but since we uh, segued right into it. um, So I was playing Assassin's Creed Origins uh, this week, the one from Egypt. I I went back to try to finish some of the stuff. And I'm I'm walking around, and all of a sudden, I, I find two topless women. Out of the blue, didn't didn't even wasn't expecting it. I'm just I, I'm doing a mission. I come back to this place and lady walking around down the road. I'm like, hold on a second, go over. I'm like, holy crap, she's topless. What the fuck? What um, what ca- what game was that again? Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay, thanks. He's on fire tonight. <laughs> I think Kevin needs some boobs. He's getting to be a little I'm, bit of an older I'm, guy. He's getting them. He's. I'm looking at three of them. <laughs> Kevin's got the one-liners tonight. Look at him go. <laughs> it's imperfect. <laughs> um, who wants to go next? I'll go next. I don't care. All right. Uh, I got a couple things for me. Uh, obviously, we didn't record last week because it was my birthday. So Holy that. shit, it was? No, no. My birthday's not till next year at this time. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. So, perfect. I didn't miss it. Nope. We didn't miss it this year. Uh, you know, it only happens every four years. So, yeah, so uh, it's my 46th birthday. So it was a nice weekend. Friday night, we, my mom and sister and girlfriend planned dinner. Took, you know, took us all to dinner. So me, my girlfriend, sister, my father, uh, my son, her son. So we all went to dinner at Twin Trees. Nice. Uh, came back here, played some some games. You know, had uh, girlfriend made ice cream cake, which was amazing. Homemade ice cream cake, which was nice. Diabetic friendly, of course. What's that? Mm -hmm. Diabetic friendly, of course. Of course, of course. Um, So that was, you know, that's that was the big thing for me. But I had been hemming and hawing about um, buying new golf clubs. Uh oh. So I finally had decided that I was going to go ahead and just go ahead and do it. I'd gotten my income tax back and I was like, all right, I got some extra money, a new job. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. New clubs. So I bought new clubs and they were supposed to be here for my birthday. Supposed to be here on my birthday. And of course they didn't show up till the day after. Um, so I had them for the f- second time I played golf this year. So I had them nice. last, last Sunday. So, how- so I was going to play golf with brand new clubs for the first time in ever. How long did it take to get them from the time you order them? Uh, just about two weeks. Two weeks. So you can get golf clubs in two weeks, but you can't get a magazine subscription for three months. That's exactly. it. Exactly. You are catching on, Kevin. They couldn't just kind of slip the magazine in with the golf clubs and make it quicker? Or? Seriously. Why would they put my magazine in his golf clubs? That makes no sense. I don't know. Why are they putting your motorized dildo in with his golf clubs? Well, oh, I ordered that for myself. That took a turn. <laughs> That, that, that was my own. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for me. Don't, don't worry about that. So you put your motorized dildo in his golf clubs? That's even weirder. That That's a euphemism, just so you know. Oh, 
all depends on how much fun you oh, want to have on the so green. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call it a hole in one for nothing. It's hole in one. <laughs> um, other thing is, so Saturday, for the birthday weekend, we had a cornhole tournament that we played in. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, after the hole in one. There's more material, Kevin. <laughs> what are you going to do with this one, Kevin? I don't have anything to say. No, no, no. Please stop. So, well, I, I'll leave it short. Is we actually, so it was a blind draw. You, you know, put a you they put numbers on a thing, and drew your partner and my partner and I won the whole thing. So, <laughs> sorry, Kevin. <laughs> dude, dude, I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> so, but and then last thing is uh, today I got some. Bad news, personal bad news, not really like bad, mm. bad. But. So you guys know I play in a baseball, adult baseball league in the summertime. Yes. Find out this year that the team that I play on is not playing this year. So, oh, so are they all in AA? No, <laughs> no, most of them, most of them died. Oh, oh you're kidding, right? Really? That's yes. not. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say that shit's not funny. Oh my God. <laughs> no, we uh, we couldn't get enough guys to field the team this year, so so we're going to take the year off. There you go. Hugh, I was gonna say Hugh has sources for good good non non alcoholic beer. So I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> these guys won't drink it. They, these guys drink beer. That was the that was our mainstay for our games. Was we may not beat you, but we'll drink you under the fucking table in the parking lot. <laughs> and the grilling. And the grilling. Oh yeah, grilling. before the game. That's why you don't beat them. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes before the game. Mo- a lot of most of the time after the game, we would be there until the. They shut the lights off in the parking lot. I'm gonna call the cops. Of the we thought the cops were coming a couple of times. That's how that's how long we're. I mean, when you when the lights in the old folk home shut off in the parking lot and you're still there drinking, yeah, you like have a small, a little bit of a problem. Just to, sounds like a good night. Well, that was every night when we played. Oh, it's perfect. Didn't All of a sudden, Kevin played. wants to play softball. He's not softball. I'm just. I'm just oh, thinking, sorry, baseball. My bad. I might I might become a spectator. <laughs> yeah, we had we had spectators. We had team we had spectators from other teams come over and join us. I mean that's the way it was. we we'd sit in the parking lot after our games and watch the other games and drink and cook out and the, the fans and the other, the other teams would come over and sit with us and be like, You guys are having way more fun over here. We're just gonna come over and hang out. All right, here's the bears in the cooler. There you go. See? So, so that's it for me. Kev. Sketch geeked. Oh, geez, I don't know. I had a bit of a breakthrough at work uh, at the beginning of the week. Of course, I was going to say, they had to be earlier in the week. <laughs> yeah, I've had the rest of the week off, my own you know, stuff going on in the family the whole bit. But uh, no, I had a bit of a breakthrough with uh, with a uh, guy I work with. Um, and, uh, and, and I don't mean Paul, even though I don't know if anybody knows that or not, but Paul and I work together. And for Paul's education at work, it's me trying to shove things down his throat, making him learn. But it, it doesn't work all the time. Would that be would that coincide with cornhole? <laughs> it has something to do with that thing he put in your golf club bag. <laughs> so, so wait, so you're saying I'm not the only person who tells you what you should do, and then you don't listen to their advice, even if you ask for it? Sick. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you tell Paul to do something, he's going to do the opposite, no matter what it is. So, yeah, so I try to coerce him in a different way. I offer you got you got to tell him what you don't want him to do. Breakfast, he, he do what he wanted to do. Breakfast pizza. I heard that. 
that I'll be yeah, on board for. Yeah, I know. It was good. It was good. You know, we, we uh, um, there's a, there's, and this, this is, this is prevalent, I think, everywhere. You know, there's a, there's a problem with trying to keep things consistent in order for, uh, you know, to have some efficiency. I mean, it's difficult when you, when you have an environment where things change on a regular basis and you have so many people that have different requirements. Um, so the, the consistency on a platform is, is extremely difficult to maintain. Um, but when an IT department is kind of on different um, uh, trains of thought or, you know, methods of moving forward, um, it can cause a, a few more issues. I had a bit of a breakthrough uh, earlier in the week that, uh, that kind of aligned some of that stuff, I think. And I think it's going to help all of us move forward. Um, but I mean, that's, I, that's probably the, the best thing that's happened to me all week for sure. Last probably three weeks. Um, I saw that movie by the way, the new one, good. uh, really good. Um, some people said it could be drag, but I liked it. Um, and Hey, guess what? I'm all caught up on, uh, Falcon winter soldier. Perfect. Great. Cause we're going to be hitting on that earlier, later. Good. Good. Earlier. 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 Yes. <laughs> we're going back. Earlier? In time in no, whatever. Time. Have some more beer. I don't know what you've been drinking. When we hit the break, maybe. <laughs> um, all right. So my big thing, and, and I've been holding on to this for two weeks now. Um, you might want to let go of that. I, I do once in a while. I mean, you got to clean up. Um, as you guys know, I'm a big uh, GI Joe fan. I've been since 1983. Um, and they just announced the release date for the new GI Joe movie that's coming out this year. Um, it got pushed up to July 23rd of this year. And this one is going to be um, a Snake Eyes origin movie. I don't know if you guys have seen stuff about this. We're expecting a trailer to drop any time now. And um, it, uh, I'm just I'm kind of psyched that it's just going to come out on the weekend of my birthday. So I can go to the theater if it's safe and be disappointed with this one as well. So it's live action, right? Yes. And is it the same guy that played Snake Eyes in... No. No, Henry Golding is playing oh, him this time. I mean, would anybody know? I mean, you never saw his face, so... Um, judging by the action figures they're rolling out with it, we're going to see him without a mask on in this one, so... Well, early on. What was the what was the origin of Snake Eyes? Why does he wear a mask? Is he is he disfigured? Helicopter accident, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Now, is this intended to take place in the same universe the other movies they made? I think this is going to be the Four. starting point for the new ones. I think you're we're, we're rebooting. Uh, there's going to be a lot of characters from GI Joe lore in this one already. We're going to get uh, Scarlet's going to be in there, and the Baroness is going to be in there. Obviously, Storm Shadow is going to be in it. They were in the first ones. Yes, yes, but now they're all going to have a hand in his origin. So that sounds kind of personal. Mm, hey, all of them. Well. It doesn't fit, does it? It shouldn't, but apparently, like when they retold his origin in the comics, like some of these characters did show up in it. Like Baroness did have something to do with his origin, and and Storm Shadow definitely does. He's the one that brings him into the Arishikaji clan. So right, that's. I mean, we saw that in the movies that have been out, and that's pretty well right out of the comic book. Yes. 
Interesting. I, I can see by your faces you're all very uh, excited for GI Joe. I'm looking well. forward to it. I like GI Joe. Yeah, I was a big GI Joe cool. fan when I was a kid. Big, big, big GI Joe. You know, into GI Joe when I was a kid. Love yes. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, I, I'd like to see that. I, 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 matter of fact, I think I heard read something a couple of years ago that they were supposed to be coming out with it, but obviously, you know, with the Wuhan and all that. Yeah. It, I I don't. I don't think that they've really treated the franchise very well no. so far. It, as a kid, the, the cartoon captured my imagination, especially when they did the movies and introduced um, Serpentor, was it? The Emperor yes. thing and all that stuff. Really great. I mean, Duke taking the fucking snake in the chest, you know, as a kid, I cried. Um, as an adult, the movies, I mean, as action movies, they didn't suck. I mean, they were good summer popcorn action flicks, but I, neither of them made me go, yeah, G.I. Joe is back. I was like, eh, whatever. Right. They weren't really G.I. I rewatched them this this past year because, I mean, what else do we have to do? So, yeah, definitely yeah. not really G.I. Joe. That could have been any generic action movie. Yeah. Like any, like, near future military action film and, and they need to bring sergeant slaughter in come on get him while he's still alive yes that would be great <laughs> that was a missed opportunity in the other movies they should have just I, had I some so. kind of a thing now he's got to be in his 70s so i don't i don't know but i'm sure he's not uh, doing much of anything else yeah so cgi except hawking his, his new action figure for um action force so mm. other than that yeah I'm excited for it. I think I think it's going to be time. I, I haven't seen the the uh, information about it coming, but um, all right. Well, it's always uh, my favorite character, so I'm looking forward to it. I'll send you some stuff from what they've shown so far, but there isn't a lot. There's no trailer. There's no teaser. We've basically just got information and pictures of the toys. So, did you take your GI Joes apart and reassemble them with yes. different legs and arms and shit? <gasps> for shame. That's right. Uh, you lost the light there, I think. Yeah, all my monitors turned off. <laughs> uh, but Did yes, I, I created my own Frank and Joe's. Yes. Cool. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's move on to our, uh, our video game segment that Q hates the name for, playing around um, quickly. <laughs> All right, I beat Valhalla. Yes, I got that text the other day. Yeah, I beat Valhalla. I'm sad. You know, the DLC doesn't drop until next month. Um, I will tell you that um, I, I got the good ending. Um, it's going to take you by surprise. I mean, they, they clearly intend on um, continuing the story. So you're going to have to get the season pass or buy the DLC because I'm like, what, really? That's it? But not in a bad way. Sometimes, you know, something ends and you're like, ah, it's just I, I was expecting more resolution. You know, I, I figure even if they're going to do uh, downloadable content, they have to deliver a full, complete package. And it it, it almost felt like one more cut scene would have wrapped it up. Um, but they, uh, there was a missed opportunity there. Also, there is going to be a swerve. And if you haven't read ahead of it, I'll tell you parts of the game. I, I was sick to my stomach playing. Uh, there There is a twist that I didn't know about. And I'm wow. still kind of... I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm, I'm a little angry, but I, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to ruin it for you guys. I actually uh, turned my oh, mind to them this week. 
I uh, I actually played for a little bit. I I finally went to Vinland, so I'm starting that whole thing. Um, no no one mentioned that I'm hanging out with the Iroquois. That was interesting. Yeah, that's about all I've got to say about it at this point because I really it was a short time for me. Corbs, you playing anything? I uh, played Valhalla for like a minute, but uh, my dad for every year for my birthday, my dad buys me the new baseball game. So you got, so got the, new, the show Tuesday. So I've been, yeah, the show. So I've been, I played that for the past couple of days. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm not that impressed with it. Really? Yeah. Well, I used to do like the road to the show, which is like the career mode. Yep. And normally you, you can make your guy and you, you know, you go through and you, you go to like the, like the showcase, they have a showcase for all like the high school kids and, Mm-hmm. college kids and whatnot but they didn't they didn't do that this year and you normally you can pick your position you can pick a pitcher you can pick a fielder catcher wherever you want to play this year they have you being a pitcher and a, a position player and i'm like really that you don't get you don't get to pick your you know you, you can edit everything but you don't get to pick your name you don't get to do all stuff beforehand you have to wait until after so and normally normally they send you through the draft but this time they just you just get drafted to a team Interesting. And then you start you start playing. Ooh. I was like, that's that's kind of that's kind of lame. That was like the big thing for me was to you know, be able to make the character the way you want to, go and get scouted, try to get drafted in the first round in the first few picks. Obviously, you never really do, but you know stuff like that. So, but that's that's I've been playing that. I was gonna play some Valhalla, but uh, I decided, nah. We're gonna hit some balls instead. Yeah. I'm gonna play some golf tomorrow, so I probably won't play tomorrow either. So, there you go. What are the what are the system requirements for Valhalla? I'm looking at it on uh, Epic right now. What are the? Uh... We wouldn't know that. Blur no idea. Blur. We're all playing on PlayStation. Oh, whatever. You guys are lame. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's like half a Kevin. Ryzen. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just looking at the specs for Ryzen 3 or, uh, let's see, or an i7, i5 or i7. Jeez. It'll play on 4 gig of RAM? No, GPU, they want a 4 gig GPU. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't have that. No. But you do have a uh, a tabletop game you want to talk about for us, right? Mm. Can you I do it? Let me get a little more light down here. Can I do what? Can you get it done in just under six minutes? I don't know. Can I? I don't know. Ask it. I have to. I have to. Yeah, it's simple. It's simple. So Ask Aunt Baru. She could tell us. So if she isn't a flaming corpse by now. Anyway, uh, so the game I have to show you, uh, talk about, is a game called Farkle. Oh, I love Farkle. F-A-R-K-E-L-E. You know what? And I think I think it actually spells F-A-R-K-L-E somewhere too, if if you depending on where you find it. Electronic game. It's been an electronic game for quite a while. You can get it, you know, different platforms, Facebook, whatever, um, uh, you know, on your on your mobile thing, their device, whatever you have in your pocket. And I'm not talking about that, Paul. Um, get your hand off it. Um, this is the actual dice game. So this one, this is what this is a version that has everything in it. You have the dice. Um, there's a um, there's a um, score score sheet in here. You can see the score sheet in there. There's the dice, and every one different every different version you buy, not all of them, but a lot of them 
have some extra ways to score. So like this one's spicy particle. One of the numbers on each one of the die is colored red. If you would get one through six, all red, it's an automatic win. That's an example. Um, this is a different version. This is glow in the dark particle. And you can play this in the dark. Obviously your, your dice would glow in the dark. The nice thing about having these little cases is all of your rules are in the nice. lid. Um, you get another little pullout with all the rules in it. Um, but what we like about Farkle, besides the fact that it's fun to play and with a bunch of people, doesn't matter how many people you have, two to two to you know twenty, however many you want, you can have teams or whatever. What we like about the game, besides you know, and, and I have these everywhere. I have them, you know, I carry them in my backpack. We have them at our, my friends' camps. I take them and I leave one. I leave one there, and it's just there, and they don't even know it's there. And I, like, hey, let's play Farkle. They're like, what's that? I go, this here has been on your counter for three months. Let's play it. Um, what we like about it is it's very easy to make a drinking game out of it. That's kind of a theme with me, I think. Uh, <laughs> um, every game so far has had a little bit of a twist to it. You can make a, make a game out of it. Uh, you and I will be talking one of these days. So, <laughs> so regular dice, regular six-sided dice, and there's... Um, Part of the rules are if you get a one or a five, you can continue to roll um, and you get a, you get a score based on the cumul cumulative dice you have. So they don't, they don't stack. In other words, I can't get six of a kind by rolling a one or a two, then a three and a four, then a five and a six. I've got to roll all six as a straight to get a straight, but I can roll three threes and then add another three and another three and another three like that. So there's minimums, you know, all the rules in this. They're, they're really not that difficult. But the fives, the ones in the fives are the ones that you can roll individually and keep on rolling. And if you roll a five, you have to drink. So if you roll three fives, then you're drunk. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And we, uh, we, we play it, my wife and I and, and my friends that we get together. We ride snowmobile together. We get done riding. We, we have Farkle and and drinks and whatever else goes on but very very fun dice game very easy to play very easy to modify the rules just a little bit so you don't have to you know you don't have to roll 300 to get in the game i mean little things like that you can change to make the game a little bit more um uh fun and easy for everybody to, to have fun with maximum of ten thousand points to win the game and uh, if you play if you play teams you know you can have a lot of fun like that too so a lot of fun um, it's, it's, it's really, really neat, uh, little game. Very cool. Oh, I didn't show you this. This is a, this is a different travel version, a little tiny, little tiny, like film canister size. Nice. Focus. So you pop this open and, uh, so you can get all different kinds of these things. I, I haven't looked at them, looked for them for a long time. I mean, a little tiny dice, a little tiny dice. Nice. Cool. You can find all these, you know, you find them all over the place. I like I said, I don't remember where I got these, but um, it was some kind of a game site or something. I'd probably get them on Amazon now for all I know. Oh, I'm I'm sure. right now because I bought mine at uh, Walmart. Yeah, okay. So that's where I got our game. Our game, our game. When we play it, when we have family game nights, we'll play it sometimes. So. Yeah, it's it's a good thing. You know, we got, you know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. So not, not enough time to play a board game or something. Yeah, just throw a couple of hands of particle around. You know, you funny story about that is I discovered Farkle years and years ago on a, a Samsung Windows phone. <laughs> I discovered the game, okay? When the slide up full keyboard actually ran a version of Windows. 
one day I was in Walmart and I saw Farco on the wall. I'm like, holy shit, that's a real game. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, so apparently I'm the only one that's never heard of it. That that was it's completely new to me. So I'll bring it over and we'll uh, do that. You you yeah, like it. It's 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 fun. I mean, it's, a, it's a simple, fun you know dice game. Awesome. All right. Well, I think it's time to head to break. We'll come back and we're going to go right into Hughes News. Ew. And now the news. First up, the hero we need. The Hollywood Reporter broke news today that Captain America 4 is moving forward with Anthony Mackie as Captain America. I am very excited about that. The showrunner from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Malcolm Spellman, and writer Delon Masson are developing the script. So they're, they're going right from the show, going right into the movie. Now, this is a big week for Marvel as far as casting and, and things like that goes. Uh, it was also reported that Amelia Clark is joining Secret Invasion, um, wondering who she's going to be playing. You've heard uh, the rumor, and- right? Uh, I've heard uh, people suggest Sue Storm. Oh, maybe they're going to introduce Fantastic Four. Um, what what have you heard? Jessica Drew, Spider Woman. Oh, that, that would. Be... You know, my concern is that a big—I don't want to say big actress, but I mean she's rising. Would they be able? I mean, I feel like Jessica Drew could actually be a very powerful character for the MCU. Um, I'm concerned about taking someone who's already been on a huge hit series for years, and you know, is she going to want to stick around? for that long very Um, true you know uh, i I don't know we'll see uh they also announced that um you know the rumor is now that uh, some of the netflix characters are going to be returning we're going to be getting charlie cox as daredevil john berthanol as punisher um kristen ritter as uh jessica jones but we're not getting the same versions of them they're the the current rumor is that yeah rebooting and oh and vincent d'onofrio is kingpin which i'm i'm all Mm -hmm. down with uh but I, i gotta ask you this all right First of all, they're not going to retell the same stories. I, I don't think. First of all, I don't think these characters are getting their own movies. They're going to be supporting characters. And, and I don't think they're going to come back and tell the story of Daredevil and, and Stick all over again. Is so it going to be Defenders? Well, that, that's potentially they could do that. So I have to ask, is it necessary to deliberately say these are not the same characters unless you come up with a conflict and then at that point you have to do it because they already connected those versions of the shows to the MCU in a very um, tenuous you know, way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't think it's necessary to go that far. Absolutely unless- not. Like you can, you can, you can keep what's in place. Like you said, unless something comes up where it makes it necessary to contradict it. Yeah, like they they've told the stories like just move forward, like like they've done with the 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 Spider Man movies or even like when, when they did the Incredible Hulk, the the Edward Norton version. Yeah, like we didn't need to rehash the origin. Like we did we did the thing over the credits that was fine. But you know what? We were moving forward. They didn't disconnect it from the Eric Bana version, and that's on my mind for a reason. I'll we'll get to that in a little while. Okay. Um, but like you don't need to go there and and the same with once we get um did you hit your head too a lot not tonight um but who the hell plays banner now mark ruffalo Ruffalo. thank you we got him and, and just with a throwaway line we get the connection that it's the same hulk that was in the edward norton movie but we don't need to rehash any of it 
Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I just keep derailing your news segment tonight. I, my bad. Okay. That's And we're only on the first story. Look at that. <laughs> I want to talk more about it, but go ahead. All right, yeah, we, we can circle back to it. Uh, next up, Big Trouble in Big China. The recently recently released trailer for a Marvel Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is not doing so well in China. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It is estimated that the dislikes on the video will surpass the likes in the next day or so. Uh, now, this is a big deal because China has quickly become a necessary market for the film industry, especially after COVID. They they need that market to really boost the box office, uh, to, to you know, make their bottom line successful. Now, what's interesting is this is all based off a trailer that doesn't really tell you anything. You know, uh, people are saying they feel like it doesn't represent Asians in a positive way. The people that worked on it, though, they're stating that they feel that this was um, you know, the most inclusive um, set they've worked on, uh, specifically the girl. And I forget what her name is, but she was in Pretty Pretty Little Pretty little Asian, pretty big eight. What is that thing? The Asian thing, the movie. That was rich a hit. Asian something or other. Yeah, yeah. Rich Crazy Asian. rich Asians. That's what it is. I was mixing it up with Pretty Little Liars. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the actresses from that is in this, and she said it was the most inclusive uh, set she's been on. And I don't know, but I feel like one of the actresses from that movie like flipped out and said, hey, it was awful while we were on the movie. I'm not sure if it's the same one, but anybody that was on that movie saying this was a good set, I kind of give some credence to that. Uh, because they know what it's like to not work on a good set. Now, some people are calling out that the director is not Asian, uh, even though uh, a lot of the cast is. Uh, I mean, I can understand that uh, to a degree, but I mean, just because we have inclusion doesn't mean every person that works on the movie has to to be, you know, of that particular creed. You know, it's great when we can do it, but I... Um, can I lodge a complaint back to 2017 then? Because I heard the second Mike Grip on uh, Black Panther was a white guy. So, I mean, Son we need to bitch. do something about that. Well, you know, in fairness, directors are more high profile, but I, I think that you have to see what they've done before we, we start making those comparisons, because if they put together a really good inclusive movie, then maybe he was the right guy for the job. And you know what? Even though women and minorities need more opportunities, sometimes the right guy for the job is a white guy. It's just it's going to happen statistically. You can't avoid that. Sometimes the right guy for the job is going to be, you know, an Asian woman. We'll see you next time. Uh, finally, oh, that reminds me. I'm sorry. Uh, speaking of the, the, the right guy for the job. Um, I got a note from corporate uh, Corbs. We have to replace you with a black Asian woman. Sweet. I, I, I'm a chameleon. I can, I can play that role. Perfect. We'll see you next week. That would be blackface. You can't pull that off, dude. Come on. He also has to do the slam eyes. Dude, dude, so we're you, you really going to piss people off. You know what's going to happen if you, you like get called out for trying to be a black Asian trans person or something? You know, it, it's, it's going to be a disaster, man. <laughs> you, you can't call somebody out for being trans. Well, yeah, if he tries to fake it, people you can't do that. No, you can't do that. We just I need a press conference first. Press oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I now you can just come out and say I now identify as a black Asian trans woman, and everything will be okay. Corbs, I need to talk to you about a segment for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, How many countries are you trying to get us banned in? That's the one hundredth and final episode of Geek Pod. <laughs> Finally, market that. Go. I'm sorry. Finally, Lionsgate has announced they have an American Psycho TV series in development. They also said they're looking at other properties such as Saw for potential TV shows. Uh, I think that's interesting. In a um, post-COVID world, 
uh, these companies are looking at some of their big movie properties. Because remember, Saw is one of the highest grossing fa- franchises of all time. And there's a new one coming out like in a month or two. So oh, wow. uh, yeah. there's, yeah, with, with Chris Rock, actually. Chris Rock and Danny, Chris Rock and Danny Glover? No. No, it's Chris Rock and somebody else big. Um, and Jackson. Yeah, well, yeah, I think you're right. And, and Chris Rock actually, Chris Rock, Chris Rock actually had the idea for this movie. He went to them with the nice. idea. This is interesting, uh, but yeah, I think this is great because if um, following on from the Purge TV show, which I loved, the two at least for horror, I think it's a great idea. You know, let's take some of these franchises, and if you're you're scared about putting a movie out there because of you know people aren't really going to them right now, put it onto a TV show. We're eating that shit up like crazy. I'm really looking forward to this. And that's the news, kids. Now, I need to get back for my search life's meaning while I wait for the Valhalla DLC to drop next month. What do I do until then? What is life even? Wait for your magazine subscriptions. I got an idea. I got an idea. All the Sony Spider-Man are coming to Disney+. Plus. Paul? In other news, two out of three adults in the United States have hemorrhoids. Back to you, Corbs. <laughs> What the hell is your problem? Which ones? Which ones is it? Not it. No. Oh, well, then that narrows it down because it's not me either. Sorry, guys. Did you say which ones have hemorrhoids or which ones are hemorrhoids? Because still not it. <laughs> my ass hurts. I have my suspicions. <laughs> That's why I need the dildo. <laughs> You want to school us on a uh, classic movie, Corbs? I get no respect here. How is that going to help your hemorrhoids? Are you trying to like burst them open or, you know, jam things in there? (laughs) Just jam things in there. It's all right. It's all good. I've got a microplane you can try. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You guys. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I got nothing. You've been out there. Yeah. I got no, none. No, co host behind you. What'd you say? What's behind me? I said, ask your co host behind you. Other shoulder. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, I was going to do it last week, but you know, some, some asshole's birthday fell on that day. So you need to fire that guy. You need to replace him with a black Asian woman. He tried, but he came back like four years later. He did. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a bad virus. He just keeps coming back. Uh, so this week we're going to go with uh, Back to School. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, vehicle? Adventure, vehicle, mishap, car wreck. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you That's want. a good one. Whatever you want to call it. So Rodney Dangerfield stars as Thornton Mellon. Uh He's a Italian immigrant. Father is a makes clothes a, seam, a seamstress. I guess you would call him Taylor. Makes, or Taylor. Oh, whatever Taylor seamstress. Taylor. It's all the same shit. Fuck off. Who's Taylor seamstress? Is that some pop song? That's that, that, that's, that, that's that new uh, country singer. That was my high school rock band. There you go. <laughs> oh man. So uh, third melon. Decides to open up his own line of clothing stores called. Paul, remember what it's called? Have you seen the movie, Paul? A long time ago. Okay, it's called Tall and Fat, which is what I am. Oh, hey, look, there it is right there. Okay. 
in in my review too. Yeah, makes himself into a, a multi-millionaire. I guess that's what it is. Um, so, I guess the long story short of it, his son goes off to college, supposed to be this big diving guru or whatever. Um, basically, his kid's life is not what he expected to be in college. He lies to his dad a lot about being a diving team for sorority or sorority yeah, fraternity. Or maybe he might have been a sorority. I don't know. So um, the kid decides he's going to drop out. So his dad, Thornton, decides he's going to go to school with him, um, donates a building, business building, to the school to get in. Uh, I mean, the long story short of it is, is it's a funny movie. I mean, Rodney is pretty funny in it from what I can remember. I mean, I watch it when it's on. I don't like stop. I don't feel like stop everything and watch it. But I mean, it's, it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's funny because it's got Rodney in it. I guess that's the, the big selling point. A um, couple of big actors in it. Or at the time, you got, uh, well, now, he's a big actor now, but then it was like one of Robert Downey Jr.'s first movies. Oh, he, back in the day when he was on, on, on The yeah, Crank. When he was actually on, you know, he was high. Ed Beatty's in it. Um, who else? Uh, Burt Young from uh, Rocky fame. Oh yeah, Thornton's driver, and then uh, Daniel LaRusso—not Daniel LaRusso. Um, Johnny Lawrence is in it. No kidding. Yeah, he's Chaz. He's uh, Jason, which is Thornton's son's chief rival on the diving team. Gotcha. So, so, so playing the same character basically. Yeah, he's playing a dick. Yeah. So he doesn't get kicked in the face this time, though. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to give it a couple stars. Like I said, it's not a great movie, um, but got some real good funny one-liners and stuff in it i mean obviously anytime dangerfield's in a movie it's going to be funny i mean he's funny in general i mean he's got some really dumbass movies out there but me Wolvie sparks comes to mind see nobody even knows that movie nope we won't, we won't be covering that movie <laughs> so i don't know uh, to be honest with you i'm not really all that prepared for this one I mean, even though I had two weeks, stop popping shit up on my computer. Fuck off. I had a bunch of updates on my computer. My malware is dying. Perfect. So just keeps popping up. Sorry. So I'm gonna give it two out of two out of five. All right. Well, uh, what, does, uh, uh, what does Ebert have to say? He uh, he gives it three stars. That's why he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to write that one down? <laughs> um, and he has to say on his review from June 13th of 1986, Rodney Dangerfield has been given interviews lately on the subject of his loneliness. Why, he asks, should a guy like him, who was able to fill up giant concert halls and pull down millions of dollars a year, be condemned to go through life without the love of a woman? This is not a sort of a thing you want to hear from a comedian. You want him to be zany and madcap, to stand astride the problems of the mundane world and laugh at them. Yet in Dangerfield, there has always been something else in addition to the to the comedian. This is a man who has failed at everything, even comedy. Rodney Dangerfield is his third name in show business. He's, he flopped under two earlier names as well as his real name. Who is the... Who is really at home inside the, that red, sweating face and that knowing leer? 
the most interesting thing about Back to School, which is otherwise a pleasant but routine comedy, is the puzzle of Roddy Dangerfield. Here is a man who reminds us of some of the great comedians of the early days of the talkies, of Groucho Marx and W.C. Fields. Because, like them, he projects a certain mystery. Marx and Fields were never just being funny. There was the sense that they were getting even for Hertz so deep that they that all they could do was laugh about them. It's the same with Dangerfield. What the fuck kind of a review is this? It's like a psych profile. It's like a, just a review on him. Right? All maybe, right, so here we go. Maybe we're, Rodney referred to the love of a man. What? Maybe Rodney did not want a woman. He wanted a man. Or a man-child. Yeah. He plays Thornton Mellon, a millionaire clothing manufacturer who owns a chain of tall and fat shops. His father was a penniless Italian immigrant who took him into the family business as a child. He never had the opportunity to get an education. Now he is rich. His second wife is an obnoxious bauble, and all he cares about is his son, Jason, who is a college student. Dangerfield finally believes Jason is a fraternity member and a star of the diving team, but actually Jason is the campus wimp, the team's towel boy, and of course, he gets no respect. When Dangerfield discovers the truth, he decides to enroll in the university as a freshman so he can teach his son the ropes. Of course, there's resistance to this plan, but not after Dangerfield endows the Mellon School of Business Administration. The campus characters are predictable but well cast. Sally, Keller, Sally Kellerman is the sexy English teacher. Paxton Whitehead is the Anglophile business teacher. And Ned Beatty is the venal administrator, always referred to as Dean Martin. Dangerfield takes the drinks for everybody approach, throwing his money around and hiring expensive coaches to help him pass his classes. Kurt Vonnegut Jr. turns up as a paid expert on his own work. Meanwhile, young Jason learns how to be a big man on campus. This is exactly the sort of plot Marx or Fields could have appeared in. Dangerfield brings at something they might also have brought along. A certain pathos. Beneath his loud manner, under his studied obnoxiousness, there is a real need. He laughs that he may not cry. Dangerfield has been looking for a movie style for a couple of years now. The problem with his last movie, Easy Money, from 1983 was he wanted to seem like a basically nice guy he isn't a nice guy (laughs) or at least when he is nice there is nothing simple about his niceness the interesting achievement of back to school is the ability to make those contradictions part of the character that was a strange fucking review i'm not gonna lie well rodney dangerfield was a strange fucking guy okay very true honest yeah I say was. Is he is he gone? Is he still with us? No, he's gone. Is he gone? I I didn't even know. Still he gets no respect. (laughs) Not under that name or any of those other three names. Yeah, I'm curious about that now. I'm interested in what all of his 27 names were. Um (laughs) Ron Um, Peril Hill. You're already Googling it? Perfect. No, I said Ron Peril Hill. Ron Peril Hill. Dangerfield Peril Hill. Oh, look at you. Look at that. This whole book reading thing is paying off. I like that. I don't get it. Peril, like you're in peril. In yes. Game. No, I peril. get the joke. No, yes. I'm for Kevin. He said oh. I don't get it. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, 
So I got to ask you guys something. Um, it, it has to do with your, your personal lives. Now, do you, do any of you ever like ride around and your wife is driving? Yes. No. Or girlfriend in this case. Sometimes. All right. Now, now when you're in the car, I mean, even if, if, you know, they're not driving, a lot of people have a rule, whoever drives controls the radio. Um, do you ever, um, in, in a situation where they're in control of the radio and you're not? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I have to ask you, I mean, are you ever embarrassed? Like you're rolling up to a, uh, a stoplight and, you know, shut up and dance with me. It comes on and she turns it up and you're just like, oh, this is not me. I hope nobody sees me. I mean, it may be your guys' musical talent meshes or musical uh, taste meshes, but so that happens to you guys too? Yes. Dude, when, when I'm driving, it goes in my car, truck, I don't care what it is. I, I, I'm playing freaking, um, you know, Olivia Newton John, man. I'm fucking rocking out. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, nothing I better than that. <laughs> so you, you and her would probably get along then, musically. Now, I mean, she likes some of the stuff. She she will listen, will listen to Pop Rocks when she's uh, in control of the car. Pop Rocks on Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has some some decent stuff on there. But oh, once in a while, yes. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking you about because like, Kristen listens to the same thing. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm more of an Octane guy. I like Octane. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so you and I listened to the same radio station and we didn't even know it. Right. Big surprise. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it's, it's, it, today it was just weird. We were, we were driving, um, you know, the windows are down because, you know, it was nice out and everything. And I was just like, oh, God, I hate some of these songs. I mean, they're not bad songs. I mean, all right. But, you know, it's just, I, I don't, I don't, I look like I don't like that song. Okay. Just look at me. Does he look like a guy that likes shut up and dance with me? No, probably fucking not. <laughs> um, anyway, I wanted to throw it out there. See what you guys thought. Yeah. My, uh, my girlfriend likes country music. So <laughs> she likes both kinds of music, country and Western. <laughs> I understand that reference. I know you do. Am I the only one? I've I've heard the phrase. I don't know where it's from. Blues Brothers. And what you want for the women? Right. Some of your women. Yes. Dude, I I saw that movie once years ago. I'm sorry. I I know it's supposed to be some kind of cultural touchstone, but I was like, eh, that was all right. Um, And maybe it's because I didn't watch the skits. I didn't watch SNL, so I I wasn't primed for it. I, I also tried to talk you into doing that as cosplay for a Halloween. Um, yep. Yep. You did. Yeah. One I of the cons. Like, mm-hmm. Was it one of I, the cons or was it the zombie ball? I'm not sure. I, I, I just, I recall not being enthused. Nope. You wanted no part of it. Yeah. There's a couple of guys that go around Syracuse dressed like the blues brothers in the, in the same kind of car and they take pictures, you take pictures with them. If you post them online, you know, they, they talk about you, whatever. Um, when I met those guys, I was literally speechless. I'm like, oh my God, I love you guys. Can I please ride in your trunk? <laughs> they wouldn't take me wrong. Yeah. Is that where yeah. you got the bag of dildos? <laughs> could be. It could be. You know? And the Nat Geos. That's... It was about that time, and it was somewhere near the fair, and that's where I met them. So there you go. Maybe it was there. Um, actually, aren't those Watertown guys? Because I know the, the, the ones you're talking about. I think they are. Uh, they they come down, you know, for the fair, and they come down for some other other events and stuff. So you see them around the parades and stuff. 
And you also got good the, guy, good the guy, the Hanson guy, Hanson brothers that come to the go to the crunch games. Wait, did you say that? Oh, oh, Hanson. Yep. Not, not the, not the singers. Nope. Yeah, oh. I completely went Mbop there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know, I went Mbop because that's what came that's, on right after. That's because what you guys, you guys listen to. You guys listen to Mbop. Don't tell me that you don't listen to it. They're on their pop rocks. <laughs> You know the hands, they're the Hanson brothers. The the yes, for, um, slap slap shot. Slap shot. Yep. Yes. Which was filmed here in Syracuse. Yes, at the War Memorial. Yep. Sure was. God damn it! I have to write that one down now too, so we can link to that. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Um. So why don't we go to our uh, our final break here, and then we'll come back, wrap the show up, um, and I'm going to explain why you're not. Um, watching the same commercials you normally do. Um, all right, so we'll see you back in just a minute, guys. Ew. All right, so as you noticed, oh, there's a shocker. Um, <laughs> we have not been playing any of the commercials this week for the sci-fi horror fest that we were going to attend. And that's because they have postponed it until next year. Mm. Um, Tiffany, who's one of the uh, the owners of the con, and she's the one that we've been in contact with the whole time. Really great. She's awesome. Huge fan of us for whatever reason. I don't know why. She loves us. Uh, she did send along a note for me to read to you guys, and this is it. <clears throat> it is with a heavy heart that we announced that Sci-Fi Horror Fest once again is postponed due to the unrelenting COVID-19 restrictions for indoor events. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held next year on August 26th and 27th of 2022 at Vernon Downs Hotel and Casino. Please note that we did not come to this decision lightly, nor was this a decision we thought we would have to make again. What it comes down to is doing right by everyone and ensuring everyone's safety. We will be reaching out to everyone who purchased a vendor space and or tickets. Thank you to everyone for your love, patience, and support. Um, and I'm already going to go ahead and say that GeekPod will be there next year. Um, who from GeekPod will be there? That's up in the air because, again, it's, it's falling on uh, a bad weekend for the crew. So... You can say it, Paul. Why do you have to be so cryptic? It's on my it's, daughter's birthday. So <laughs> so does it legit fall on her birthday this time? Well, I mean, her, her birthday is the 26th. So Okay. So I wasn't sure because I knew you, it was around for the... the yeah, well, the, the, the issue year. is, is we, you know, well, at least for this year, it would have been her 10th birthday. So we planned on, you know, that's a big birthday. You have to yes, have a it big is. party. You know, I can't be like, okay, you know, we're going to have this big party, all this food, all these people and go to my wife. Hey, sorry, I, I'm going to go to the uh, con and you know, hang out with the guy who played Jason Voorhees, you know, she, she could kick my ass. So yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's definitely what we're And the having. same thing's going to happen because we probably can't have that big party this year. So we're going to kick it down the road to 11. Right. So now you're having the 11th birthday party and still not going to be able to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but Hey, Hey, maybe you can make day two. We'll see. Um, and I know they're going to do a lot of restructuring um, for guests and all that um we were having a little discussion about it that i can't go into too much um many of the guests that were planned for this year will be coming back for next year but there are also open slots so um i i was giving some of my suggestions which i'm sure will go unheeded because i mean it's me and what do i know about business so 
more in mind is more like, wouldn't it be cool if, and that's about it. So, yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't know anything about planning a con and getting, you know, some big, you know, pop culture icons like the, the comic book men to show up or anything like that. No, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. No. Anyway. <laughs> um, so we discussed why we took a two week break, right? Uh, part of that was Corb's birthday. That we took that week off. Yeah. Which I kind of had to Happy remind birthday. him. Last Thanks, Tom. Time. <laughs> uh i kind of had to remind him that we were taking the week off for his birthday he texted me i was like dude we're taking your birthday off uh i thought we were going to record on my birthday we had talked about recording on my birthday but i we also re- talked about not recording on your birthday because two wants to get stuck sitting podcasting on their birthday yeah, and it and worked you, out better that we didn't because they were everybody was still here at like ten o'clock. So see there you all go. You, you, all you totally would. You totally would do. That. I I would. I I would literally legit. What? I was ready to go for my podcasting on my birthday, fuckers. Yes, because you were very concerned that I hadn't watched Fear the Walking Dead yet. <laughs> yes. And you Which know, I'm. You all... understand why? What? You understand why? I do. I do. Yes. It took me a second because Magnum was putting his car up in the back there. Nah, dude, call him Sully. Sully. <laughs> Wait, the people who watch this on YouTube, they can see the little names, right? Because otherwise, all these are going to fall flat. <laughs> right. Um, yes, I, I, the okay. names I do think show up. Still don't know why. Um, but the other reason, that we, we should have had 99 out of the way two weeks ago. And... Uh, that fell by the wayside because I was stuck the night of recording, uh, you know, putting together an entire fucking patio set on my back deck. Um, someone decided we needed a brand new patio furniture. Well, I heard it was pretty nice stuff. Um, according to Facebook, it is. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool stuff. It'll it'll be a good time for uh, this summer to to chill on. Um, Aren't you glad you put that shit together just in time for the snowstorm we had two days ago? Yesterday. Yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Everything was covered in snow, including the yard that I freshly mowed like two days before. Me too. I mowed last last Sunday. I mowed this past Thursday. There's like three or four inches of snow on the ground. But it was gone by five (sighs) o'clock. No. I was still pissed. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was pissed when I woke up and got go out the door at six o'clock to find snow on my car. Yep. Um, it's, it's like a week after my birthday what the fuck yeah we shouldn't be getting that but i mean it happens with you know global warming and all that stuff I'm um, an aerosol can just spray it in the air just to be vindictive <laughs> fuck the youth um so let's jump over to um what we're watching midstream guys i'm assuming everyone has finished up falcon and the winter soldier yes this is it you know, I said I was caught up, but I really I haven't watched it. Not today's, but that's okay. I pretty much have an idea of what happened after after last week's. It's pretty obvious what was going. Just got one question after not this week's, but last week's. What was in the box? Well, Wait, the suit. you're asking him. like I watched it. What I must have been. I think I watched it on my birthday. Which would be last Friday, yes. Yeah, and I texted it to you, and I'm like, what's in the box? And he's like, what? Yeah, because I hadn't watched it yet. Wait, (laughs) you know what was in the box now, right? You understand? Yeah, I I watched this week's episode. 
Okay. But I just thought it was I just thought it was funny because like they showed he opened the box and they didn't show what's in the box and I just texted Paul I'm like what's in the box you know Brad Pitt because you know I can see the way they opened this week's episode it would be possible to not get that yeah because I mean, you, you I mean should, they don't spell but, it out for yeah. you but yeah you know I think the most burning question I have is you know Sully. Why did you lie about watching the episode? What a strange thing. <laughs> well, I wasn't really thinking that today's Friday and I've been busy all day and I have Ah, okay. All right. So I was thinking, oh yeah, you know, I watched the last one and I'm like caught up, but I'm really not. Gotcha. Okay. You guys did watch um, through the credits, right? Yes. There were credits? There were there was a there was a stinger last week too. Yep. There was another one this week. I missed last week's then. Fuck it. Did they say it was in the box after last week's? No. No. Okay. No, last week's was um it just came back to um Walker making his um knockoff shield. What a fucking uh, douchebag that guy is. See, I love him. You love douchebags though. I I mean, yeah, I am Yeah, you you're guys. for the Empire too, so screw you. I'm not for the You know, the tough part about that character is, I mean, you saw when push came to shove, he did the right thing. It's easy to forget he's a decorated war hero. So there's a a good person in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. He he got tripped up by having trouble living up to the standards that Steve Rogers set. It's almost like he was destined to fail from begin to begin with. And who can blame him? You know, I mean, Sam only had to let go of that in order to yes so so let's talk about this decorated war hero let's talk about how he was decoration and how psychotic he was during the moments that that went down that got him those decorations those were not the actions of a sane heroic man those are the actions of a man on the brink of disaster and he just happened to be crazier than the people that were after him and he pulled some shit off that most other people wouldn't get away with. That's how he got those decorations. The guy's nuttier than a goddamn bag of fruitcakes, and he had no business wearing that uniform, hands down. You're not wrong, especially considering the source material. Yeah, when you bring um, that into play, yeah. Which is why I love him so much. It's because I, I remember watching that. Like that, that just happened to be when I decided I was starting to pick up Captain America as a kid is when Walker came on and I got to see everything oh. he had done. And I mean, as crazy as he is in the show, I think it was worse in the comics. Am I wrong, Hugh? Um, I don't know. Cause I don't really remember that run. I'm not even sure I ran, ran gotcha. that run of the comics. I, I, I remember when it I never happened, knew the, the, you know, the black and white uniform, you know, I mean that you don't forget that, but uh, uh, I didn't actually read. I've I never really read Captain America. I mean, he's mm, me neither. Know, He's like DC's Superman, you know, it's, it's, you know, the boy scout. Now I've never yep. found it to be very interesting. Yeah, no, it's just, like I said, it was happenstance that I just happened to start picking it up then. And then all of a sudden there's this new guy who says he's Captain America and there's Battlestar and they're talking about not being able to call his sidekick Bucky. Um, so let me ask you guys a question in now what I remember from the comic books and I only knew Captain America peripherally was actually killing him. Yes. Why did we? Why did we never get any of that from Marvel Universe on screen? 
they completely sidestepped that. Yes, they did. And I think that was because that was very convoluted with how they had to bring him back. And at the time that we got Civil War, they were not ready to end his run as Captain America. Because with what they did in the comics and with as convoluted as his resurrection was, you couldn't do that in the movie and make it work. Now, are we talking about him aging and then getting younger again? That or are we? Talking- no, we're talking about Sharon Carter assassinating him on the steps of the courthouse. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Is that going to come in something later on? Because she's no. freaking uh, power they're broker. Not, they're, they're yeah, no. They, they, like, like Kevin said, they completely sidestepped that. That's something that should have happened in Captain America's Civil War if it was going to happen. So or immediately guys, following that. You guys remember the TV show? Captain America, the TV show? The see? one with the see-through shield? Yeah. Yeah. He wrote it, you know, he had it in front of the bike. I mean, I it had a motorcycle in it, so of course I was interested in it. <laughs> but that was a big part of that show was the fact that he was sick from the serum that made him Captain America and that and it and it and it, it affected his ability to do whatever he was doing. And he was always fighting against that. So I mean the comic books. You know, the television show that precluded, you know, all of this. That's a big part of the story. I mean, I mean, is it though? I mean, I, I've never picked up a cat. I did not know that that was a thing until you just said it. I, well, I've never read Captain America a lot. I've picked up issues here and there. I've never run into that. Was that a a big part of the comic at any point? In the Uh, comics for a little while, it it was a thing. Okay. And that was when they were doing the whole war on drugs thing. So that tied into it, like Uh poison in his veins and yeah. See, I remember from the, like the Avengers crossovers and stuff where they would talk about, and he would, you know, after a battle, he'd be, he'd be fucking strung out. The boy, that boy was hurting. Yeah. And that was probably the same time that he got his battle armor too. Like to help augment it after the fact. Uh, this was before that. Because that got weird. I stopped. I mean, I stopped reading comic books in you know mid eighties, right before I went to service. And uh, I mean, that's the last time I touched a comic book, really. Um, so it was before before a lot of that stuff. You know, I never mm-hmm. saw never saw Walker. I never saw you know Falcon take over for for uh, you know Cap. I never saw a female Thor. I mean, I never saw any of that shit. Um, you're gonna see a lot more of Superman it die. I mean, I never saw any of that stuff. So you know the whole this whole alternate universe thing, and Paul knows what I think about that. None of that happened until after I was you know out of the out of the comic books. I'm kind of glad because had it happened when I was reading, I think I might have just taken them all out of the backyard and burned them. <laughs> what what is this alternate universe thing that you're talking? About? I think he's talking about Heroes Reborn. All this bullshit where they run multiple storylines and they bring people back from the dead and you know yeah, they, Heroes Reborn kind of reset everything though, didn't it? They want to they want to retell stories, so they just say, oh well, this didn't actually happen in that timeline. It's a different timeline altogether. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, the Marvel There's six different Spider Men. But but they're, they're those are multiversal Spider Men. Um, Marvel's still in the same. That's been a big thing. Like even though they have big events, they've never rebooted like DC did. Right. Yeah. Okay. So unless you want to, unless you want to factor in one more day. Bunch of bullshit. Oh, that's I. You, I don't think that that you can figure that in. No. No. Mar- Marvel is still in the same continuity it's always been in. Now yes. they'll have they'll have alternate um, universes, 
or maybe a character comes from an alternate timeline, but they never shifted the entire universe into an alternate timeline. No. And, and even when they did that Heroes Reborn, that was a pocket universe. That was Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they put it all off. back together. But, you know, they kind of have to, you know, take things like you're talking about Captain America being sick. Um, some of those things don't translate well to movies. We never really touched on Tony, uh, uh, Tony's alcoholism. And that's nope. a huge, I mean, that's one of the defined Iron Man co- uh, comics, Demon in the Bottle. Never touched. And, you know, they didn't because it would have hurt the character. With a movie, you have limited time. You get to put out a story every two years with that character. If they'd done a, an Iron Man TV show, I guarantee that would have been they, at least a season long. They completely captured the Iron Man, you know, t- totally 100% flawed Tony Stark. The woman mm-hmm. You know, multi-billionaire without a care in the world. They totally captured that without yes. alcoholic. Because yeah. peripheral alcoholic, because he was a party animal. Well, yeah, but you know, if if you pick out what is the most famous or defining Iron Man comic book moment, it is one hundred percent demon in the bottle. Yes. I mean that that one that cover really one of <laughs> I, I would I would venture to put out there that it is the most known Iron Man story of all time. I I I mean, can you think of one that that's that is over the entire course of Iron Man's history that was a bigger deal? You know, Iron Man is another one that I didn't read. I didn't actually buy Iron Man comic books. I knew him peripherally, based on you know touching other characters that I, I cared about. Um, only after the movies came out that I have any kind of concern about any kind of the history. But I mean, I already I already knew enough about it to understand who the character was and 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 what the you know what the whole backstory was um no, i never i never saw that yeah that was a big deal he was an alcoholic yes. he uh, had got had gave up the armor um that's when Rhodey became war machine and stepped in and replaced and did his job while he was all sorts of fucked for a long time um uh, yeah it was a big deal i mean the only other story that maybe has his um, so he gave him a mental breakdown instead of giving, making him an alcoholic same thing really uh, maybe yeah. but but if we're talking about them not using something from the comic book i think you have to include that well oh, without a doubt what i'm yeah. what i'm talking about though is the flaw that eventually killed captain america i mean they they they're just letting him you know age out mm-hmm. i mean that's mm-hmm. that's a completely different it's a it's a complete departure from the character you know i mean you're talking about tony stark i mean they captured his essence completely um, you know, they didn't need to add one more facet to it with, with Captain America. They completely ignored, you know, who he was and, you know, what made him and what was eventually destroying him. Yeah. But I think with the movies, it, it works because that's who oh, Steve I love the storyline. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love the storyline. Mm-hmm. He got to go back and hang out with Carter, and, you know, live a complete life with her. You know, okay, I, the whole time travel thing just, you know, I can't, I can't stand when they freaking do shit like that. But you're going to tell a story like this? Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool because mm-hmm. yeah, I felt that pain, you know, when he was going down on the ice and, and she was waiting for him. I felt that pain. So, yeah. And what are you going to do when the character, when the guy, the actor's leaving the franchise? Yeah, he was done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> you I, have to I, figure I, a way really, out. I mean, they, they could have done old Steve Rogers and all that stuff, but. I, I mean, I feel like this 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 is a much better way to handle it. It would have fallen flat if they tried to be more comics accurate there. Right, and it um, gives them the chance to pass the torch. 
Yeah, right. because I mean, that, that's that's the big thing. They needed yeah. to pass the torch, so either yeah, they didn't get old or die. Or yeah, they, they didn't prep for it. They didn't prep for it, so they had to find a way out. Right. That's they couldn't have prepared, unfortunately. Well, I'm guessing the Russo <laughs> brothers probably did actually prep. Yeah, come on, this this shit was was planned. I, I mean, at well, least yeah. since ju- it's probably since um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I bet that they knew where where Cap was going to end. That okay. is my personal opinion. But I mean, all those movies are so well put together mm-hmm. that I have a hard time believing that they did not know this because that that ending fits very well with the story they had told in those last two movies. All you mm-hmm. know, time travel. You know, it's it's not just like, oh wait, we could have so, Cap return the stone. Well. <laughs> Let's not forget the sci-fi undoes every single sci or uh, uh, time travel is the ultimate undo for every single sci-fi movie that they can't figure out how to write a story end to. Oh yeah, so but I, that I is that is the ultimate cop out. Time travel is the ultimate cop out. I and, agree. I mean, you can tell the, they do that. You can tell because you're like, oh, oh, that's they, a cop. You're like, oh Nobody. man. We got nowhere else to go. Well, let's make it a multiverse. Or even better, let's make it a time travel event. Whatever. <laughs> He's a big fan of time travel. That's what it is. Fucking idiots. How do you feel about Doctor Who? Who? <laughs> yeah, um, my sonic screwdriver here so I can fix my computer. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Corbs, take it away. Where are we going? Uh, hopefully somewhere in Texas, I think. Same where it was. All right. Seriously. I hope they're still there. Right. I'm hoping everybody watched it. Okay, good. Because I don't want to like, spoil shit or anything. But how do you kill off freaking John Dory? Right? Had to. Had to. Well, I mean, I understand that you got to kill off. You, I love you, the guy. You know, love him. And I, I found out that he wants to do other things. He's well, he he, no. himself, he wanted to do other things. And he was like, it just has to happen for the show to be to move forward. Somebody has to go and I'll be the sacrificial lamb. But the fact that the freaking uh, Dakota was the person that killed the guy that he was trying to. You know, I was like, holy crap, that's a big, and she, I mean, I was like dumbfounded. I was sitting, my son was like, come walk in the room. I'm like, oh my God, and she fucking shot him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. And she pushed him in the river. I'm like, he can't, he can't die. Yeah, no, with all the swerves in that episode, I was convinced by the end that he wasn't going to die. Right. Right. Because yeah, right. he, he really wanted to die. Yes. And all of a sudden, you know, then all of a sudden, right at the end, he's like, you know, I can help you. Uh, let me let me help you. And she shot him. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. Kudos, yeah, kudos to them for keeping that under wraps for like a year. Yeah, because that was that was from what I, from what I read, that was filmed before COVID started. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he yeah. Had to, he had to keep it. He had to keep that under wraps for like six months. He said, like Jeez. people would ask him how it was going on the show, and he couldn't tell them anything. Yeah. Like he knew. Well, Dale said on his Instagram that, it, that his that his character's death had nothing to do with this next series or this next show he's on. Right. Obviously, you know, in order to make time for one, you got to do the other. But all, there has been others. I mean, look at uh, De, uh, Denai Guerrero. She's done all sorts of other stuff. 
know, there's a bunch of characters that have done multiple things while shooting for, you know, Walking Dead. The, um, the one girl there, the young girl, she was in a series that we just watched not recent, you know, not too long ago. What the hell was the series we've been watching um, that she was on? I can't think of what it was. Um, uh, Creep Show. She was in Creep Show. You're talking about what, uh, the. You're talking about um, young girl. Judith um, Grimes. No, 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 no. But that's a, that's another good one. The the one of the young girl, the young girl that's like the the, the center point in um, Fear. Uh, Alicia. Oh, oh, Alicia. She was on the one hundred or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she was doing two series at the same time, and those are intense series that she was filming at the same time. So it's not like he couldn't do both. You know what I mean? Right. He says, he says the one didn't, you know, didn't buy because of the other. But I really believe that he had to go. I mean, it really affected Morgan. And yeah. as we all know, Morgan needs significant events to change his path. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs those major wins to blow him in a different direction. I mean, he'd be, he'd be, he'd been gone a long time ago if he didn't have stuff like that. Right. So yeah, that was that was kind of a shock, and then of course, this week's episode. Yeah, June shot Virginia. I was like, "Holy shit!" So I was like, "That," but I mean, obviously she was doing it for. I'm assuming she was doing it for John. But my thing is, is she in cahoots with um, Strand? That's his name. I'm wondering because she didn't when you when she first when they ride up on the horses. And she gets off. She's the first one to get off the horse. But she doesn't look like she wants to be there. If you look at her face, she doesn't have, she's got like no emotion, no nothing. Like when uh, Ruben Blade shows mm. up in his character, so shows up, he says, you know, hey, Morgan, and all that stuff. And everybody's kind of like, oh, hey, you know, we're, we're here. Thank for, thank you for saving us. And she just got that look like, I don't fucking want to be here. That, that look like I just had to kill my husband. That's kind of how I took it. Well, if everyone could have been that, but, you know, he was at that point, you know, she was there, Virginia was there and all that stuff. And they were basically at that point, I think that was before they were going to chop her head off or whatever. And Morgan kind of backed down almost like mm-hmm. Rick did with Negan. Agreed? Disagree? Somebody? Anybody? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a parallel there. You know, I just I kind of felt like that, and she got to play that Maggie role. At that okay. Point. Yep. You know, yeah. but she had that look on her face, like you should be killing this person. She's done things to everybody in our group, type of thing, and he didn't. And then she got the final say. Almost ah. like Maggie didn't get that final say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree with you, but I, I did kind of feel like she didn't decide to kill Virginia until she was in the moment you know it it seemed like she was just going to take care of her and it was only because virginia stated you know basically what came out was that she knew her sister was fucking crazy and she could have done something to prevent this and i really in honesty i don't understand why that's what pushed her off because she understands people doing whatever they can to protect somebody they love. Right. And I'm not saying that Virginia was right or wrong there, but I mean, think about it. If you suddenly found out one of your kids killed somebody and you were in a position to try to rein it in and stop, you know, horrible things from happening and people to kill them, any parent would do the same thing. Right. You know, I got, it, one. I got one for you. What's that? 
So June still feels as though she's responsible for the death of all those people because of her daughter. Mm-hmm. When Virginia was connecting with June, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful little pussy right there. Um, so when, when Virginia tries to connect with June with the whole, oh, you know, we'll, we'll do anything for our daughters, June decides I can kill that part of me that I feel so horrible about. And I think you're right. That was the moment she decided she was going to kill Virginia and she wasn't killing Virginia. She was erasing that part of her past. Exercising her own demons. That's a pretty deep thought right there. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he'll find out that uh, things don't work like that. Right. She definitely will. She definitely will. Because she just, she just ruined some relationships. Not that the, not that, I mean, every one of them would overlook it because of everything June's ever done. But, you know, there's some trust that's lost now. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. The question becomes is where does she go? Is she going to be on her own? Is she going to go to Strand? Is she going to go to Sherry's group? Oh, is she going to go to John's cabin? She's going to go to the submarine. Oh. Oh, I forgot about the submarine. Yeah. yeah. Everybody forgets about the submarine. <laughs> Yellow submarine. Who has the key? Doesn't know what it is, but who has the key? Morgan's got it. Mm-hmm. Has no idea what it is. I mean, let's not talk about the fact that the submarine was in a fucking um, uh, parking lot. Well, it, no, it's in a. I'm trying to think of. When you create a water area, it's called a not a dam, but a um, levee. No, I don't know. No. You you block Dry off dock? an area. No, you block off an area of land to create an area for water. It's called a. And then they, and then they let water out for the dam to get power. Levee? No, I think it is a no. Is it a dam? Well, it's a dam, but what's what's the area behind the dam with the water? Why am I forgetting? I know why. Because I've had a lot to drink. <laughs> wow. You know they're doing a, a web series about the submarine, right? No, I didn't no, know this. I didn't know Yes, that. yes, they're doing the... I, I imagine it's going to start premiering soon. But yeah, just like they did the one with the airplane and all that mm-hmm. shit, they're going to tell us the story of the submarine and how it got there. Nice. Re- no, I didn't a know reservoir. That. A reservoir. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called a reservoir. What the fuck's a submarine doing in a freshwater reservoir? We're going to find out. There you go. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? Did I'm looking at the on, list. I think. Did we, uh, touch, did we touch on the, the Negan episode from The Walking Dead? Didn't we hit that before I we went on, so. on the two week break? No, I think that was the last thing we talked yeah, about. Was, yeah, because yeah, fear's been on for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, we didn't bring up the fact that um, DC Comics isn't going to publish Superman anymore, but I'm not sure that, you know, if anybody cares. I'm not a Superman guy, but not Clark Kent Superman. Yes, they're going to be switching to Jonathan Kent. Yes, his, his son. son. As, as the, the, the Superman for the, the universe. I don't know if, it, if his dad's still going to be around being Superman, but uh, I mean, I'm sure this isn't going to stick. No. How can Superman have a son? I mean, was, was she well, like, when a man and woman love each other, Sully. Listen to me. Baby. Okay. Let's remember this Clark. for a second. Are Let's we going to quote uh, Mallrats here? 
That's what it was. Is it my rights when he yes. Superman? Actually, I think Sully's going to on her back. <laughs> I, I think Sully's going to quote um, Neil. God, what the fuck is his name? Neil Adams, because he talked about that too. <laughs> Everybody's thought about it. I mean, if she ain't from Krypton, you know, she's dead. The, the fact of the and, matter is, you could be right, but nobody actually knows. Just because he's super strong doesn't mean that he blows his load at, at a thousand just miles. A gun blast. He could. He could. I'm he going to control it? It just might not work like that. Okay. Right. I mean, we if we had ever seen I'm him. I'm not saying comics, you're wrong. If we'd ever seen him use that to take down an enemy, then we'd have something to gauge by, but we don't. Well, has he ever had a really hot enemy? Maximo was yeah. pretty hot. I, I think they had a porno about that at some point. I'm sure there is. I blew her head right off. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, you think about it. I mean, you know, you, you have days where you're like, you know, and other days where it's like bloop. I mean. So it only takes one. And she's a done. He's a gunner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I think that's where we're going to end this. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, no, I think we're going to go into dropping some wisdom nuggets. Oh, there you go. Well, your nugget. If you read fuck off backwards, it's still fuck off, but with an Irish accent. Good night, everybody. And mega by me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.